RIJA in place of John Wisconsin again for this episode. It is Deeper Roots with Blaine. This better be good because I had a great John Wisconsin ready. Oh, uh, save it for next time. We're good. We're good. So, uh, if there, it's six words: American Cheese Society certified cheese professional. What does that person do? I don't. I don't know, but it's a job I want. <laughs> it's all I it know is, a job is that if, if the job ever opens, I'm going to apply for it. <laughs> well, there's less than a thousand in the country. We are chatting with one today on Deeper Roots. It's Jeannie Carpenter. She owns the Firefly Coffee House in Oregon, Wisconsin. That's where uh, you and I had a little argument about that last episode. Uh, you'll enjoy this. A really cool story. Somebody that has deep Wisconsin dairy farm roots. Actually tried to get out of that and went to, I think, Idaho and worked as a journalist, ironically, for some time. She got uh, brought back. It's all about the cheese. People love cheesy potatoes. I've practiced this a bunch. American Cheese Society Certified Cheese Professional. What? It's a lot of words. It is, and a lot of homework, apparently. <laughs> Farmers, brewers, hunters, packers, badgers, cheeseheads, Neighbors, no matter what name we go by, we are bound together by our roots. These are the people, the stories, and the statriotism from inside Wisconsin. Welcome to Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Episode two, more like episode one. We did a little intro with Grandpa. That's Jeannie Carpenter, Firefly Coffee House, Oregon. Not Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet, we're diving into deep-rooted stories. You have a passion for cheese because you have a passion for Wisconsin. Yes. And so you grew up here, but then went away for a little bit, trying to, I don't know, cut those roots off or whatever. Not on purpose. You love Wisconsin. You're back. Just give us your Cliff Notes version of your story and how you landed here in Oregon as an American Cheese Society certified cheese professional. I mean, that's a, that's a long road. It is. So, um, so I grew up on a farm in southwest Wisconsin near Belmont, uh, 340 acres, good-sized family farm in the 70s, right? So after 22 years of doing chores and baling hay and feeding cows, I was like, see ya. Done. Um, so I looked at the map and I thought, uh, where's a place far away that's not highly populated because I'm not a big city girl? No cows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to see any cows, <laughs> really. Uh, so my degree is in journalism. Mm -hmm. um, so I moved to Idaho, which was a long ways away. Yeah. Not a lot of cows. Uh, Beautiful. And was a journalist out there for many, many years. And then, like many people, um, you get older, you get married, you have kids, and all of the grandparents are in Wisconsin, and they want to see. The grandchild. Mom back. Right. So uh, moved back, uh, which was nice. It was what I should say that when you move away from Wisconsin, you appreciate it more. 100% right. You appreciate the seasons, you appreciate the climate, you appreciate the culture, the people. You like the Friday fish fries. You do. Like they don't have those in Idaho. No. I had no idea. Um, and then, uh, so my father, you know, he was he was always a little disappointed that I had left agriculture, always said never going to come back to agriculture. And then I got offered a job as a spokesperson for the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture. I'm, I'm smiling because, like, you wrote <laughs> off agriculture. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, hey, job in Wisconsin in agriculture. Uh, yeah, so that's how I got into cheese. We had some federal money, and our job was literally to save 
the dairy industry. We, we went to every cheese factory in the state of Wisconsin, mm. went to a lot of dairy farms, and we had grant money to offer folks to stop or transition from making commodity, low-profit cheeses to start making specialty, high-profit cheeses. Artisan cheeses. And artisan cheeses. Mm -hmm. I've practiced this a bunch. American Cheese Society Certified Cheese Professional. What? It's a lot of words. It is, and a lot of homework, apparently. <laughs> it is. So um, it means that I, I have a degree in cheese knowledge, mm -hmm. and I have thousands and thousands of hours working in cheese. Um, in Wisconsin, there's about 30 of us total. We call ourselves ACS, CCPs. Right. So in the biggest cheese state in the country, yeah. there's only 30 people who have that, that certification. That's saying something. You have to study for six months. <laughs> there, the test is offered one time a year. Mm -hmm. um, only half of the people who take it pass. Hmm. Uh, and you have to work 2,000 hours in a retail setting to even qualify to sit for the exam. It's, yeah, it's You a did lot. this on purpose. I, I did. Can we try some cheeses? Yes, yes, we should totally do that. We should start with the Car Valley three-year age cheddar and go to the Hooks 10, because if you start here, this will seem boring. Downgrade. Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is Car Valley. This is a three-year aged cheddar. Yeah. Uh, and wax is a particular Wisconsin tradition. Oh. When a cheese, um, when the, usually a whole wheel is dipped in wax, and it's an alternative to wrapping it in plastic and an alternative to a natural rind. It lets the cheese breathe, but it helps it age better, more naturally. Hey, interesting, um, non-edible. Right, right. And traditionally, black wax meant an aged cheese. Oh. And this, I mean, like back in the day, a three-year cheddar, that would be, holy cow, that's an old cheddar. So a really easy way to tell how old a cheese is, is to bend it. So I'm gonna bend this. Yeah, I'm gonna cut another piece so we can bend cheese together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never bent cheese before in my entire so life. If you, so if you have a piece of like, I don't even have any 30 day old cheddar in my case, because what's the point of the calories? The, the youngest cheddar in my case is a year. I you mean, might be surprised to hear I don't count calories. <laughs> well, I do. So okay. so when you bend it, you're hey. going to see what the bendability is. And it's not great. It breaks pretty quickly. Oh, I was right? going to say, I'm doing, oh, there it goes. Okay. Yeah, that means you can tell it's got some age on it. We're really good though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good sign. You don't you don't want to get all the way down here and have it be like a craft single. Mm. You want it to break <laughs> pretty quickly. Okay, but, try this with me and tell me what I'm like I do. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, okay. yeah. First off, not bendable. <laughs> no. If that if that cheese bent, then this that tenure on there would not be accurate. <laughs> so this cheese is gonna have a lot more depth. It's so sometimes you know like when you eat something it's it's the same the way the total the total journey through through eating it through biting it through chewing it through swallowing it it's the exact same this is going to about have some about seven this is like a seven note cheese what yes so when you bite into it you're going to have a burst of flavor when you're chewing it oh. you're going to have more flavors notes as in different like features like musical yeah musical notes okay. or features and then when you're swallowing it the finish um, you're gonna get a whole nother sensation through coming up through your nose My goodness. and everything, yes. Because our friends from Farm and Fleet are super fun, mm -hmm. 
there's apparently one that we're about to try that has a rattlesnake on it. Oh my gosh, yes. So this is from Deer Creek Cheese um, from Sheboygan. Good luck. Cheers. Mmm. <laughs> Hot milk doesn't get it done, no. Jeannie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go with the three-year cheddar. Okay, three-year yeah. cheddar. Okay, go. And then there's also some tenure. Tenure too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we did a lot of laughing. Good. And learned a lot about your Wisconsin roots. Deep-rooted stories like this matter for us, which is exactly what we're trying to showcase on Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. You know more about cheese than I would say everybody in your Firefly Coffee House combined. And that deserves credit. And it's something that we as Wisconsin, I think, should be really proud of. So this was awesome. Thank awesome. you for doing this. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have one more piece of the rattlesnake cheese. Okay. Um, Good luck. Thank you. Are you drinking water at your own coffee house? <laughs> Did I put too much in my mouth? Perhaps. Okay. If there was a <laughs> Wisconsin cheese mafia, you're the godmother. Oh no, no. It doesn't surprise me that we sell the worth the, the worthless things to Illinois. I mean, that's just <laughs> the way it needs to be. What was the driving force behind you becoming an ACSMNLP? Yeah. <laughs> I have drank so much coffee yep. already today. I understand that. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get the shakes too, Jeannie. Our thanks to Jeannie and the Firefly Coffee House for hosting us for episode two of Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. If you'd like to learn more about Jeannie and the Firefly Coffee House and to see what their current cheese board selections are, visit their website at fireflycoffeehouse.com. Make sure to like this video on YouTube and hit subscribe. And if you're listening to the audio side of the podcast, leave us that glorious five-star review. Of course, we're grateful. If you have a deeper root story that you'd like us to share, please fill out the form on our website, farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots. Talk to you later. Bye. Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the University of Wisconsin Platteville, Rolltech, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Miller Lite, and Aaron's Company. Shut up and sit down.